0: Hi everybody, it's Vicki Kite. Hey, today I promised I would share the second part of my testimony, and I plan on doing that. So I hope everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, you know, it's it's Illinois weather here: one day seventy, the next day forty. But I hope everybody's having a good day. So here we go. At the end of the 25 years, i it was December 31st, so it would have been a night when we all got dressed up and went out and partied, you know, New Year's Eve. But this time, I couldn't. I almost felt like a weight was on my shoulders, and I'd been carrying it and carrying it, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I was mentally spiritually exhausted so I went in my bedroom shut the door and for the next several hours I literally told God to please forgive me for everything I could think of because that's what I thought I needed to do is I needed to think of every detail and give it to him I was in there a long time. 25 years is a long time. <laughs> but I never felt so much peace. The weight was gone, replaced with peace. Hmm. So the next day was January 1st, and that's New Year's Day. So I opened up the phone book in the first church, because I hadn't been to any church in the town that I was living in, which I got to that town yet for another guy. But it was January 1. It's a Sunday. Now in the Western culture, they, they celebrate Sabbath, Shabbat on Sunday. And so open up the phone book, boom. Called them to see if they're open, you know, New Year's Day. I don't know. Does churches take a break? I didn't didn't know anything. I just want to be sure, you know, and they were going to be there. So I went. And when I was just gone through the door and was standing in the foyer, there were two people that were greeting everybody. This lady went to give me a hug, and I realized who she was. And she was so, so kind to me when she, she didn't really need to be. This was my next door neighbor. And when I say next door neighbor, I mean right next door. That was her and her sweet husband's home. And for eight years I lived there. And not one time, not one time did I ever have a conversation with her, say hello to them, go and ask if they needed help with anything. Not one time. Because it was a whole lot of all about me she greeted me with a hug and hello and then the gentleman standing next to her said I don't shake hands I give hugs and so he gave me a hug but I knew that even though they were very sweet and, and they were welcoming me I knew I needed to get to that sanctuary because the prodigal daughter Came home. I mean, I didn't realize any of what I was going through is, is scripturally based. I just knew what I knew and was doing it. And I knew that there was a party inside there, not a physical party, a spiritual party. And they was waiting on me. So got inside. A few more people said hello and shook hands. Very nice, very nice. And then I found my place, uh, a seat in the pew. So I I saw a gentleman get up, and yes, I assumed he was the pastor, and yes, he was. Um, he was welcoming everybody, and he was saying some announcements. And while he was doing that, I saw a guy strapping on a guitar. So, so you have to understand, I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking um, Methodist. I didn't see an organ anywhere, did see a piano, because that's all I grew up with. And and now he's strapping on a guitar and I thought, whoa this is this is something. Not seen this before. But I sat down and that's the last thing I remember. For there. It was just like Paul. I couldn't tell you if I went to heaven. Or if heaven came down to me, I don't know. And really, it doesn't matter. I can just tell you the experience, what I went through. Next thing I know, I'm in this huge white, I can't even say it a room, because I did, on purpose, look to see if there was corners. You know, I'm looking, and there, and there was no corners. And I realized that this white was brighter than any white I've ever laid my eyes on, and it didn't hurt my eyes. This bright was, was was, love, was peace, was this love going over me, under me, through me. Whew. I mean, everywhere, all I could see was white, but I was feeling, I was feeling the love and the peace. And I heard music playing. I mean, beautiful music playing. Angels, lots and lots. I don't even know how many. I didn't see them. I heard them. Angels singing. I mean, this this music I had not heard before. And it was so, oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. <laughs> and then I heard his voice. And he says, Daughter, I've seen where you've danced at. And I hate to say it, but he did lay it out in a very loving way. It was not harsh. It was not critical. It was delivered in love. And he said, I've seen the bars you've danced in. And then the last time I went out and partied, he described it. And yeah, I did those things he said. But he said then, now you're going to dance for me. (laughs) And um, I didn't even know, you know, what what that meant, dance for him. I, I was still, oh, everything. didn't say anything I just listened I listened to the music I listened then to his voice and then the next thing I know I'm back in the pew or maybe I was in the pew the whole time but next thing I know I'm seeing everybody and they're thanking me for coming and I realized that my dress I had on was soaking wet and a couple people did say that they left me alone because they saw that i was crying almost the entire time they didn't know where i was at i didn't know i didn't know what to do with this information i thought oh my goodness um now i'm gonna dance for him what does that mean and and how what's that look like in a church i'm gonna dance for him did not know what all that looked like yet but i couldn't believe i looked at my time Over an hour had passed, and I missed the whole entire church service. Because, you know, I was having worship time with my Lord. So I got up and went home. I got out His Word. I just was devouring it. I was just wanting every part of it. And when they say it's a living word, it's a living word. It came to life that day and ever since that day. So that was the day that um, Word by Ten, it's an interpretive dance. It is done with, um, yes, dancing, but also with sign language put to music. It's done with skits. But he did say that every time he gave me a routine, it would always be for purpose. It would either for the kids I'm ta- I w- I was going to be working with, the ladies I was going to be working with, or someone that was there to watch and to listen. But always with purpose. And so I knew, um, I, I, well, we had this ministry started, but I didn't really have a name. And Word by Ten came from, a sweet, sweet man that has a lovely voice and plays wonderful guitar. And he just felt led to tell me, you're doing and teaching his word through your 10 fingers and 10 toes. So word by 10. And that's when it started. So just know that if you think you've had a rough life, that God's never going to forgive you for what you've done wrong. He forgives. and You got to remember, he forgets. So once he's forgiven, don't pick up that. Don't pick it up again. It's done. Yes, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. I make mistakes daily. I think things wrong. I say things wrong. I do something wrong daily. But He's also been the one who created me. So... I just keep giving it to him, telling him I'm sorry and trying not to do it again. But just know how much he loves you. And all you have to do is say, Jesus, I accept you. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And watch what he'll do with the God-given talents he created you with. So enjoy the day. Be blessed. And I'll catch you next time. Thanks.